0: Hi, Jacob Burrows here. Some travel plans mean that Jim and I won't be able to record our regular podcasts for a bit, so we thought this was the perfect time to unveil a new podcast we've been cooking up behind the scenes. In Blank Meets Blank, we brainstorm a concept for a new TV show every episode. We start with nothing, and by the end of the hour, we have the plot of a pilot, the first season in a nutshell, even a fantasy cast. It's so much fun to do, and a great, ridiculous writing exercise. If you enjoy it, subscribe to our new feed for Blank Meets Blank at showswhatyouknow.com, and leave a review, tell a friend, you know. Our regular programming will continue shortly, but for now, here's our pilot of Blank Meets Blank. Welcome to Blank Meets Blank, where ideas are easy and writing is cheap. We're two guys who watch a lot of TV, and we thought, how hard can it be, right? You just bang some things together, random things from a hat, perhaps, and you make it a perfect story, and you make millions and millions of dollars. We're here to do that today, together with you, dear listener. My name is Jacob Burrows.
1: And I'm Jim Scampoli. There's so much content. There's so many avenues to go. These people, they're just begging for content. You know what? We're going to give it to them in the most simplest way possible
0: because how hard could it be? Absolutely. So we're literally actually going to draw random things from a hat. Uh, We have a Hollywood hat. Jim Scampoli is. He's basically in Hollywood. He's in the Hollywood time zone, at least, Um, meaning that he is qualified to make all manner of random hat drawings from the Hollywood hat. Now, I am in Sweden, so I have a kind of a different hat, which we'll get to in a second. But um, do you want to go ahead and just draw the first piece of today's puzzle?
1: Yeah, there's no, no point in wasting any more time. Let's see what we got in the Hollywood hat here. Let me look away before I grab something. All right. I got one. I got one. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. People will say this was scripted because it's actually a great one to start with. And that is, my friends, Die Hard. You read that? You see that? Yeah,
0: I can see that. Die Hard is a very
1: common blank meets blank type deal. I actually prayed to the gods that this was the first pick.
0: Okay, great. Well, uh we're not going to do your average like, ooh, it's Die Hard meets robots. It's Die Hard meets Lord of the Rings. No, because the second hat we have, it's kind of a crazy hat. Um I'm Swedish, as I said, and I'll show you, Jim. This is basically a jester's hat. Can you see this? It's yeah, got I see. Yeah, it's it's got. I sewed this as a lad myself, and I wore it to school. And it doesn't have bells on, which I believe is the only reason it didn't make me hugely popular. Um, but it is a, it is basically a jester's hat. It's full of crazy things. What sort of things? Well, let's find out in our first crazy hat drawing. And I'm excited and worried. Today we're going to do Die Hard meets Ooh Fake News. <laughs> 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 it's not right. it's fake news all right what's the first thought that pops into your head jim
1: well i think what we need to do first is we just we need to break some of these things down to elements so we know what we're getting into i mean the good thing with diehard, hard die Hard's very self-explanatory it's like we said it's a very common go-to when you want to pitch a thing so what are the elements of diehard, uh man or woman uh basically kind of thrust into this solo adventure right yeah. um kind of you know they have they have a set of skills they're not they're not someone who is you know indestructible, but they have a very specific skill set, maybe a very specific wit, and they get stuck in an extreme situation. You know, typically in some sort of building involving terrorists or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything I'm missing here from the diehard equation?
0: I'd say as well that it's kind of got this whole cowboy mythos of it. It's not, you know, a Western or nothing, but it is an 80s. Wait, when did it come out? Yeah, it's an action movie. Um, and You're right, it's v- 80s. It's very much like reaffirming the mythos of the hero's journey or whatever. Oh, we got like, it took us like three minutes to mention the hero's journey, which (laughs) means that we are indeed a verified screenwriting podcast. Welcome everybody to the show. Um, so, so I guess that's, like, the basic components, and we can decide, like, this is the interesting part as well, deciding what to take from each one, because we have to be careful, both you and I do run fanfiction crossover podcasts where we read ridiculous crossover fanfiction, and that's not quite what this is, we want to take out specific elements, see what's at the core of each thing, and bang them together. What the fuck is at the core of fake news?
1: Well, the great thing about fake news is it encompasses quite a bit of things. Fake news can be used no matter your political affiliation. uh, And like it basically is something you disagree with, you can say is fake news. Not to be confused with actual fake news, which is stuff I disagree with. Uh, So now we could tackle this from a few points of view. We could go the classic route where it is like, the Fox News headquarters type deal. Um, <laughs> and, you know, our protagonist stumbles, uh, you know, is say they're there for some sort of mixer uh, company party. I mean, and we're, now we're really getting into Die Hard. Yeah. But, you know, just there for whatever reason, a tour for the child's, a chaperone on a child's field trip and we start to get to the nitty gritty of the actual fake news or we could look at fake news from the point of view of like viral social media news although that's obviously a lot more ambiguous and now maybe we're not at Fox News. We're at Twitter headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you, you're really into having us at a headquarters of something, and then terrorists show up, right? <laughs> I we can't. We can't quite help it. But I see, like, the fake news aspect as kind of it's propaganda. Either way you look at it, like that's kind of what it is. And maybe the building you're trapped inside of is America, or something mm. like along those lines.
1: Well, let's let's break it down. Uh, let's set some sort of barrier here. Uh, Are we thinking this is a TV show or we're thinking this is a movie?
0: If it's a TV show, it feels like it's kind of like House of Cards. Um, Hey, how about this? Instead of having our main character defend against the fake news, why don't we go the other way and have it be like, he's the Don Draper of fake news? Um, I don't know how we get, you know, diehard into that, but maybe he's... You know the last bastion of old news and he becomes new news or either like the other way around or something
1: well i'm just worried that we're gonna miss out on some of the die hard here but i think you're True. right okay so here's what we got then here here's what we'll we'll have uh we definitely have a snappy reporter maybe a yeah. bit of an old school guy Comes from the old pad and pencil days, you know. Maybe, maybe used to wear a hat that had press on it. Maybe not that old, but uh, definitely, definitely an old, uh, old timey newsman. Caught up, you know what? I guess you're right. The building is modern news, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but there's also there also is a physical building. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I mean, we will get to course. a physical building, but the since the structure here is the the modern news, so it is a classic, you know, pad and paper reporter here stuck in the modern age of uh, yes, internet, social media, twenty four hour news cycle. Um, so now here's the choice we need to make, and I'll leave it up to you: mm. is it going to be that this? guy is on his last leg and takes a new job at a new place, or is... in And when I'm saying he, it could be either one, but I feel like there's going to be a snappy up-and-comer that gets taken under their wing, and I feel like that's going to be the female character, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. So is he going to be... He's at his old job that he's been for 20 years, and he's seeing things crumble around him, or... That he gets hired at a new place and has to deal with the new modern society there.
0: Well, we're doing both because his old company, which is an old standard newspaper with nice font, curly font at the top. It's the something times or like a very respectable place. It's bought by a website. It's bought by a blog. So he now works for the very people he has despised for so long. Um and yeah, I mean, you're. I love that he's old school because that's John McClane. Like, it's not just the fake news stuff. He is the old guard, the cowboy of uh press reporters is here in the modern day trying to adjust. And judging by Die Hard, I mean, he does go full cowboy. So that must mean that he somehow uses his old schoolness to reaffirm. The the like the truth matters. It must be everyone during the story telling him it doesn't matter. It's all about selling uh, selling stuff or getting people to click ads or whatnot. But in the end, he has to triumph through using his you know old school ways and probably shooting a lot of people too.
1: So okay, I I love that the blog buys it, and I feel like the new owner, of course, is someone half his age, probably like mid twenties. He designed an app and became super rich and decided uh since he has so many followers on social media he might as well own a news company or a newspaper or what have you so he buys this he keeps our protagonists around for the novelty because he is like we do see on his desk he's got you know uh Awards and all this you know stuff for being such a a plus great reporter, but he's only being kept around as a novelty, and all his old buddies are being laid off and let go and they're even telling him like you shouldn't even stay, you should quit why bother you know the news game's over it's a new world blah 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 and he's seeing the new people come in and he's annoyed that they're always on their tablets and their phones and they're tweeting like tweeting pictures of their uh, breakfast they're Danish they're covering news stories on like uh, uh shoes that are coming out and lines that are forming for these hot new uh, items. He doesn't give a shit about any of that um, but I feel like there has to be a young buck that he could take under his wing and they can have this uh you know back and forth I feel.
0: Well, the young buck is a youtuber i believe um who's just moving into this field and like basically i think our main character might be told by the new maybe antagonist boy boss who who bought the whole place uh yeah we're going digital you have to start this channel now you have to run a youtube channel of news because that's what news is and like the young buck they're all they're all editing it all weird and you know he has been Maybe he's even, I don't know, is he just a press reporter or has he maybe been a news anchor who now has to be a YouTuber news anchor, maybe?
1: Yes. Yeah, he has to adjust a bit. He still, he has to make some of his, he has to have a minimum reports on his YouTube. But see, mm-hmm. but now I'm realizing this young buck, uh, not the young buck who's under the the wing, but the person who purchased, the person who purchased the newspaper, uh, we, we got to name some of these characters. So, yeah. This the dude that bought the newspaper. He's definitely a dude. He's definitely white. Yeah, um, yeah of course. He's an antagonist. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but see the the here's where the darkness has to come through. He has to be like an infowars type. He has to mm-hmm. be kind of like uh like he gets his stuff from YouTube conspiracy videos and from YouTube, and he's all about the clicks. Right. Uh, but we don't know that. Obviously, we're not going to know that in the beginning. There's maybe right. just some hints here and there, like maybe some talk of crisis actors or some talk mm-hmm. of uh, what, like, frogs that that turns transgender or whatever. Uh, you know, some, all the big ones. All the big yeah, info awards. Just, award
0: just s- small, small hints, like, you know, uh, we'll just give him a random placeholder name just to keep track of it. Let's call him Alex Scones for now. Yes, <laughs> yes uh, I like it. So, yeah, so he, he bought the website, and I guess that's... Basically, it's not just him having to run a YouTube channel. That's bad enough. He's realizing he's propaganda. He is... He is the worst thing imaginable. He's spreading disinformation. It's not just disingenuous news. It's actual poison for society. And there probably has to be some sort of goal for that poison spreading, maybe an election or something, because he has to be the one, like, there has to be a, a climax where he has to work towards the opposite happening of the goal of the, you know, Alex Scones.
1: Yes. Now... Because the, all the stuff I'm describing, I'm kind of veering towards TV show. Yeah. That's why I'm talking about... Because you know, Die Hard, he doesn't necessarily have a young buck he takes under his wing unless you get into some of the more recent Die Hards. So it still does kind of fit. But I'm, I'm also trying to leave some stuff there because if we're going TV show, we need at least enough for a season before we can start setting up season two. Um so it has to be one of those as far as the young buck uh of course a young woman uh fully capable of herself that people are always second guessing um and you know second guessing her uh, femininity in the workplace and that's why like the other guys laugh at her because she tries to go to our hero uh our hero named Don uh McDonald's <laughs>
0: Don McDonald. Okay. Yeah, Don McDonald. Uh Don McDonald uh pr- And he always says he always says it's Don McDonald, no relation, cuz yeah. he hates McDonald's, the restaurant, the yeah, fast food emporium. Yeah, um does. but uh, but that's like the joke in the office as well, like, oh yeah, going to go to Mickey D's for the old if you want the dry, the dry tasteless burgers of news. We we're we're more of a Burger King over here, but he's Mickey D's.
1: And then, but then he'll say, but like,
0: you're fast food.
1: That's yeah. his comeback. He doesn't have good comebacks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, he's not. That's not what his Pulitzers are for. Um, um, But maybe he doesn't have a Pulitzer because maybe he needs to have something he gets at the end of this. That's kind of like the big award that he never actually got. And that's why he's still in the game because he still wants that last piece.
1: That's a good point. So when his buddies are telling him like, as he's watching his buddies pack up their desks, and he's like, what are you doing? And they're like, well, what do you mean, Don? We got to go. Like, this is no, like, there's no future here. Look, things are changing.
0: Yeah. And they're and- literally packing up their desks because this is a modern workspace. So it's more of a lounge area and everyone just has a MacBook. <laughs> so they yeah. literally have to carry their desks out of the office.
1: Well, that's great because yeah, we get to mine a lot of fish out of water. Uh, stuff as far as an old, just an old guy shaking his head at millennials and not quite getting what they're doing. But the the great thing about it, as the uh as the season progressive progresses, he gets to learn from them, and more importantly, they get to learn from him.
0: Right. And the people, I mean, I would assume that the young buck, buck, buckaroo, yeah, but what's the female of a buckaroo? I don't know. But the the young girl who is under his wing. Um, that's probably the main character he learns from as well. Like she has to have positive attributes that he has forgotten about because that's always the case. And I'm not sure what that would be exactly. Well, we
1: got, we got Alex Scones, Don McDonald
0: and, and, uh, Lucy, Lucy. But Lucy is a like a Twitch streamer or something. I don't know. What the fuck is Lucy? What's her deal?
1: You know what? She is a Twitch streamer. I think you nailed it with your first instincts there. All right. Uh, she's a Twitch streamer. Yes, yeah, she covers tech. She covers mm. tech uh, in the news, and that's one reason why they don't take her that seriously because, of course, like a female in tech, people always try to second-guess it. But she also wants to broaden her horizons, get a new beat. Uh, but see, now how it's everything's fairly uh not
0: action right now
1: now <laughs> so.
0: yeah no that's true it's very very light on the action i mean i've been imagining kind of like did you ever see newsroom i mean it's kind of got that vibe of it except we're doing the opposite thing we're in newsroom they're like we're the last people who stand for decency in broadcasting and we're doing like the opposite of like though you're, bec- you're becoming the worst place um but yeah it's very much no guns like we we can't pull just old school style guy from Die Hard because there's a lot of really useful yes. stuff in Die Hard a lot of it relating to guns but we can't just jump into the guns either because it's still
1: no. Die Hard has a lot going for it it's got yeah the old school guy kind of the uh the the the, the regular joe basically who has you know superpowers, but there's a lot with just his personal life. He's dealing with a divorce, seeing his kids, and blah blah blah. So it's all right if we're playing around with some of this stuff, and then it has to slowly build. Now, obviously, I feel like the sh- the other shoe's going to drop where we're going to have Don be such a curmudgeon, and he's being followed around by Lucy all the time, and then he starts giving her tips. She picks up some old school tips on like. Uh, shaking down sources and you know uh, verifying facts, and then he's picking up from her like, "Ooh, an iPhone!" You know, live streaming. Like he, <laughs> he's,
0: he's like, literally- "Let's go to the library to research this." <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "Boop, boop, boop." I already
1: got it. It's here. So, but it has to start off pretty mundane, where they're just doing kind of maybe they're just doing a regular story that is tied to the technology beat.
0: And uh, they uncover, you know, some like. Dude, what's happening right today as we're filming this, Mark Zuckerberg is testifying in front of Congress or whoever. I don't know American stuff. But it's something like that. It's like they're uncovering that the very foundation of social media has been infiltrated somehow and then they're trying to break the story but their boss is like you're digging too deep i want your gun and badge or like pencil and badge you know uh you're go 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 talk about this new video game it's a remake
1: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) go cover the boring stuff uh but yeah okay so the but then then again when they start covering the video game it is loosely connected like, as they start covering the game, because the, the thing with Alex Scones, he's very ambiguous. Is he leading them in the right track? Ooh. Is he kind of on their side? What's going on with this Alex Scones? Why does well, he keep pushing I... them off the story, but then they stumble upon a factoid? You know, this developer actually did do some codes for the algorithm for social media that is tracking people's data.
0: Okay, I fucking love that because at the end of season one, they're going to think they won and then Alex Scones, it's going to be, he's like... I mean, it doesn't quite become president, but it's like he takes over the social media sites or something like that. and it's like, wait a minute, is this what he wanted all along? Did we just spread the virus? Am I actually working for him as I vowed not to do? Yeah. but of course, they also uncover this conspiracy. That's fucking great.
1: is he uh, yeah, are they actually some of his biggest weapons here that he is using to take down his rivals? Uh, yeah, because that's a great because you 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 play it up through the first season, on like we hate Alex Scones. Wait a minute, like they start second guessing like midway through the season, they start putting it together. Like, wait, Alex Scones had us cover that cereal, uh, that brand new cereal announcement, Uh, you know, the Oat Brand. But then we, if it wasn't, if we weren't covering the Oat Brand, we wouldn't have discovered that, you know, Johnny Knuckles was in with Facebook all along. And (laughs) they're looking at their big fucking wall. Uh, but it's, it's not just a regular wall with the yarn. It's one of those like digital, um, Ooh. digital chalkboards they use in college yeah. or whatever, but it has yeah, smartboard, Yeah. But it has the old timey like <laughs> lines. Cause it's like a little bit of each here. Uh, and they're kind of looking at the big picture and they're like, wait a minute, Alex Gones has kind of been pushing us in the right direction all along. And yes, it builds to, cause that way you can have single episodes where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, here's the video game. Here's the new serial announcement that we covered. Here's here's the new gamer fuel uh, (laughs) that we had to try and review. And it all ties together to bring down social media. But yes, Alex Scones now not only has this newspaper slash blog website slash YouTube channel that has tons of subscribers and uh, huge influence, but now he's got his own fingers into Facebook.
0: Yes. And what I like about it, not to get ahead of ourselves, is that in season two, it's going to be sort of ambiguous whether Alex Scones is evil, because I think it might turn out that some of the stuff he's doing is actually good, but he's totally fine with using propaganda to get there. Like, he thinks of news as something made to influence people's minds, as in make them think what he wants them to think, where um, our main character, Don, thinks we need to inform people. Uh, We need to let people make their own choices. But as this wall he's coming up against is people are dumb we have to lead people don that's alex scone sort of putting his 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 young 20 year old hand on old don's shoulder like do you really want people like this voting without any sort of guidance do you really want this whole state and he just gestures of florida to be in control of who becomes the next next president don't you want them informed yes
1: and uh also plot twist as we find out a few episodes into season two, Lucy is actually sleeping with Alex Scones.
0: Oh, no, Lucy. And not to mention uh. this
1: whole father figure uh, like relationship that Dawn and Lucy have. And uh, like the way... Because it's a love triangle, but not in the way... Not in the traditional, we both love her, she both loves them. It's the father-daughter... Mm-hmm. Boy, you don't like that uh, the boy the father will never approve of, especially because he's so ambiguous uh, and so hunky. If I don't, if I might add,
0: yes. Um, now I I do keep bumping up against this. We may need some guns at some point. Yeah, um, we definitely feel like, way
1: more intrigue. We started yeah, talking
0: yeah. about how we're going to get into action, and we <laughs> focus on the intrigue. Well, yeah, that's our style. But like, let's assume then that some some something terroristy is starting to happen uh, towards you know season one we need some sort of action-packed climax um like maybe someone's going in to blow up social media i mean not to draw another uh, aspect in but like it's like fight club except instead of blowing up banks they're gonna blow up social media because we're all gonna be better off without social media maybe it's don's old co-worker who's really had enough of this bullshit and they have they have to solve it one way or another although I guess talking him off a ledge isn't as exciting as an actual um you know terrorist uh diehard situation
1: well, I mean it can be that um mm. it's more like uh like tech terrorism where they're targeting like servers and stuff like that uh like there's you know a, and that that way we get to see. Some of those like uh, like uh, u- videos on YouTube or on the news where it's someone with uh, a mask and a voice, like they, they've they uh, disguised their voice and they're talking about fake news and the perpetrators of this, but they don't seem to have much of a political affiliation because they're kind of going after everyone. Right. But of course, yes, we can have the big reveal be that it's a group of Don's old uh, co-workers who were laid off that acted like it didn't matter you know, that they were just moving on because the business had changed. But then Don, this is perfect because Don gets to see what could have been for him. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's looking at his friend who's doing this and he realizes that in episode one, one wrong choice that he made, this is him in this exact situation. And, and it could even be the point of like, they don't start out like murderers, but maybe... They're trying to blow up servers and knock off uh, like these news channels, frequencies, websites what have you, their data, and there's some collateral damage, and then they yeah. get to the point of like, well, you know, you, you can't make an omelette without breaking a couple eggs.
0: Yeah, and to make it harder for him to choose, I'd, I'd like if, if they start doing this, they start messing with social media and someone else. We maybe don't know who starts murdering these old school reporters, so they have to go into hiding and kick it up a notch. Uh, Meaning that when Don finds out, it's not just my old friends are murderers, it's my old friends are being hunted for what they did. Do I turn them in? Do I help them get away? Do I help them blow up social media? Um... One thing I have been thinking about is what's the big thing that people are trying to achieve? Is it an election? Um, and if so, do we get to a vote in the first season or is that maybe season two?
1: Well, okay, I think it is an election, but the main reason why it's an election is because the uh, one of the candidates is more of a warmonger. So like the even greater thing above that is keeping this one person out of office because it seems to be a recipe for war, potentially World War III. And as we've learned, World War Three in this day and age is going to be a, a war of information. So what yeah. better? The front lines is not going to be in a foxhole. It's not going to be in a tank. It's going to be these influencers. It's going to be on the internet. It's going to be in the news. This works so perfectly. It's almost like we planned it ahead of time.
0: Yes. Um, And, you know, there could be a lot of stuff about Russians, like you think the Russians are doing something, but then it's some people posing as Russians. Because, you know, Alex Scones is all about talking about crisis actors and fake people and, you know, fake situations, but then maybe he's more into or his side or maybe the warmongering side. I don't know who exactly, but you know, there's stuff like that going on, but maybe not from the people you'd expect.
1: I think very early on, Alex Scones is going to be seen by our protagonists and by the audience as a villain. But I think like we are talking about, we're going that's going to become much more of a gray area as time goes on. And to the point where we almost like him, but then of course we will pull the sheet out, the rug out from everyone and he will be a villain, but it's not about war, it's not about election, it's about his own personal power, cut and dry, meat and potatoes, doesn't even matter. Like he'll do whatever, it's more about doing whatever it takes for him to get his own power and be able to control
0: things. Whoa, like I, not, not to cast too bleak of a light on the situation, but I almost feel like we're forgetting about Don and we're more interested in Alex Scones to the point where Alec, like Don might die at the end of the first season, kind of like a game of Thrones type thing and that it's all about Alex Scones. No,
1: but, but the reason why it's all about Alex Scones again is because of Don McDonald. Like most of these villains, again, going back to like Don's old uh, partners that have now turned, turned evil. Like, It's because of a reflection of what Don is. And again, what Don's seeing, it's more about how Don's been in this beat. He's been in this business for 30 years, more than half of his life. He's been doing this thing. And this other young buck came in and could see how important and how powerful information was quicker than Mm -hmm. he can and Dawn has to be the one to step in the way. We can't get rid of Dawn. The only way we get rid of Dawn, because we are forgetting Lucy a bit. Lucy's definitely underwritten as a female character. All she does right now is look up to Dawn and sleep with Alex. So (laughs) we do need to get get into that. But I'm just saying, Dawn's so important right now just because he's going to eventually have the best of both worlds because he's going to have his old school skill, his old school like just wisdom, but he's also going to learn... From not only Lucy, who just grew up a millennial and in this technological world, but from Alex, because Alex understands what information can do more than Don does, who has worked with information as a weapon his whole life.
0: So at the end of the first season, do they bring down the warmonger candidate in the scandal that they bring to light? And then at the end, it's kind of like, well, Alex Scones did this in order to get more influence over the person who actually becomes president on the other side. Um, is that kind of the climax we're heading towards?
1: Here's what happens. Yes. What happens is, as we were saying, they we have episodic episodes, obviously, standalone stories. But then we find out it's all connected, all connected. to yeah. this larger story. And in the end, it does take down this candidate. And then we realized that Alex Scones was helping them, even though he was seemingly behind the warmongering candidate. But then right. so then it but then like he even kind of outs himself like, you know, you did good. You did good, Lucy and Don. Like this is like we we averted war or whatever. But then they can find some information that shows that Alex is actually playing both sides. Cause whoever we're going to war with, whether it be North Korea, whether it be Russia, Syria, whatever it's supposed to be. We actually find that Don's kind of, uh, not Don, uh, Alex is playing that side as well, whether it be he has connections to them or they find some sort of paperwork or whatever to kind of, uh, you know, add some more amb- ambiguity to him and show that he also has social media on his side. You know what I
0: mean? Like, right. There has yeah. to be,
1: like, it seems like everyone's friends now, but there's some dark secrets there.
0: Well, right. It's it's a war with Canada to answer your question though. It's uh okay. that's the thing that's brewing and, in And and you world.
1: know what it could also be? It could be one of those where like Don uh like Don's surprised cuz he thought Alex Scones was backing the the warmonger candidate, but then they mm-hmm. can get a glimpse of him shaking hands with the other candidate, like maybe this was kind of part of the plan all along.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think we have a a good general grasp of what this show is. So I want to try to nail down some specifics so we can like, you know, when we're pitching this next week, obviously. Well, we got to put a
1: Bible together, a show Bible, right?
0: Yeah, of course, we're gonna do that right now for the next eight minutes. It's that, that's about what that's gonna take, and because ideas are easy and writing's cheap, um, so like the the first thing they go on in the pilot episode, like we already have the basic, like he's in the zone of comfort. He gets to be this person who's like, ah, it's better in the old days. We're gonna do it our way, but then and he even goes to see his boss, like his old boss, and he's like, well. One thing I know for sure is my boss won't stand for this, and his boss is also pulling his desk out, like because ah, the, the yeah. new boss doesn't even want a desk. he just wants a big smart board that's like a big iPad, basically in the floor or something. Um, so so he 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 gets gets rid of that, so he, we know what he needs. like all his coworkers are gone. He's in a total place of like he's not comfortable with all these new people coming in with their technologies and MacBooks and whatnot. So the first mission they go on uh like he gets assigned this twitch streamer what what's the first thing they got to cover in the first episode you think
1: i mean it's gotta be yeah it's gotta be like the release of a new video game or something that he feels is beneath him yeah it's a brand new mmo that's been promised and worked on for five years that everyone's excited for that will not deliver
0: Yes. Yes. Well, it's tied. It's like it's cross pr- promoted with Ready Player One. It's like got the same name as the MMO and Ready Player One because they think that's going to help the Oasis. Uh, help. Yeah. It's the Oasis is the name of the video game. Um, But it's not it's not going to work out. But as you said, he eventually but he has to have like some sort of lead then that he wants to follow. And then instead, like, God damn it, you're going to do the job I told you to do, Dawn. Um well no it's because-
1: like well no it's like we we're talking about there's there's a few things going on that are all introduced in the pilot. I mean, we get some glimpses of that it's an election year and there's a big election going on and there's of course everyone's kind of divided on who 's who and who to root for that's just kind of background stuff and then, like we talked about, there's some social media drama going on with you know uh the the Facebook, we'll just call it Facebook, uh, stealing everyone's information and investigations into that. And of course, that's what Don is interested in right now. He wants to but look into this uh, story going on with uh, the social networking.
0: Well, you don't think like that Oh, the Oasis is the Facebook of this world or something like that?
1: Well, see, but that's the thing is to Don, it's just a video game because he doesn't understand it yet. yeah, And... he's going to start to realize through Lucy that this is just going to be an extension of that. And a lot of people are kind of missing that because it is just being pitched as an MMO because this isn't the Oasis of Ready Player One. It will be the Oasis of Ready Player Mm. One, but this is just the announcement early stages of it.
0: Right. Um, So as you said, they find this coder who sort of gives them a tidbit of how social media works and he he's just think, thought of it as like, it's this damn text that shows up on these little little things that the people carry around. Like, you can't have text on a phone. It's meant for numbers only. Um, but th- So that's what how he's thought of it. But then this algorithm guy starts babbling about it. And he doesn't get it, but Lucy explains it to him, um, how it's all like showing you what you want to see within social media. And he starts worrying and thinking about that, I guess, and... Maybe they uncover something specific that indicates that there's something nefarious going on as far as like the spread of propaganda for the upcoming election. maybe face maybe Mark Zuckerberg is not you know defending himself yet because they don't even know about that. They're starting to uncover that, or what do you think?
1: no, yeah, no, I'm with that i think I think it should be oh like there should be seeds there for sure, and Don's kind of on to that a little bit. he wants to look into it because more more so because he's a crotchety old baby boomer and hates millennials and he thinks there's a nefarious side to what's happening and uh like that can all tie in and again like it could come in where they start looking into this game and don brings some of the old school like we said let's go to the library let's fo-. and he's like they always say follow the money and he'll find the weird connection between Facebook and the Oasis and the influence they have and the upcoming election and things start to come into focus here.
0: Yeah, I like that. And maybe they do bring it to Alex Scones or Lucy brings it to Alex Scones or something, and he doesn't quite use it for evil, but he likes sees that as like, oh, it's an even better way for us to spread our news, like for our, us to spread our platform. Uh, so he doesn't see it as something we need to bring down or blow up. It's like, you know, this will help us. I don't know. It's Die Hard meets fake news. Doesn't something explode at the end of the well, first episode? Well, I was going to
1: say that. I was going to say that... They could do a thing where they uncover some stuff and it seems like a victory and then like a pizza guy comes in, but he's all like zombie like or something. And yeah. there's some you know, there's some sort of uh uh clue that he's been playing the game. He's like an early tester or something, <laughs> and he could be like, the Oasis says hello, and then and then Don's like, <laughs>
0: get down and <laughs> and it's like an explosion. Thank you, Jim. This is exactly the ingredient that we've been lacking in this discussion so far. Um, So that's in the first episode, right?
1: If not the first, if it's maybe a two-hour premiere, then maybe Mm. it's at the end of the second episode. Because now that I think about that's a whole other element. Because we can have the rip from the headline stuff, like the, uh, the manipulation of the media social uh, media and how they affect our own personal data and use our and like invade our privacy but then we can have this video game element and have it where it's like brain like literally brainwashing people (laughs) Who play it and you're yes. being you like that could add the diehard action we're looking for where you can be literally controlled and become a robot to this game
0: like okay so basically his old school buddies are like a gr- fighting a guerrilla war against these zombies programmed by the oasis but i guess people don't understand or realize that it's like they people are still playing this game for some reason <laughs> after the first explosion well,
1: no one's gonna make the connection like that Because I mean, because people always shout out because this is great. We're doing what TV does or just, you know, movies and television do perfectly. We're taking real world like people like these video games are brainwashing our children. But we're following that idea out to the literal sense. So you can even have like a hateful religious character who's always on the news yelling about that. But of course, no one believes them. But then like we'll start to unravel that maybe they're right in this particular instance.
0: Mhm. Uh Bishop, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Bishop Frank Flute. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great name. Yes. Uh so so Bishop Flute, that's going to be maybe like Uh, i mean if if after the explosion it's going to be you know the usual rigmarole what caused this we need to you know less guns less explosives or do we get less video games what's the solution here and of course that's all the media coverage for the next few days because they blew up uh like the mm, social media place no they wouldn't blow up the social media place where do oasis people blow up stuff up then
1: no what they did is uh don and lucy at the library And they send it to they. They're sending a message to Dawn because they know what's up. And then, yeah, that's where the explosion happens at the library because no one's gonna give a shit if a library gets blown up.
0: Yeah, that's perfect, because he sees, like, the old world of paper literally go up before him. It's like, this is where I always go to do my research. And he sees, like, his favorite book, like, a burning piece of that paper flies by him in slow motion as he staggers up and pulls Lucy from the ruins. Or she pulls him from the ruins, because she's a strong, uh, independent woman. Yeah, she pulls him from the ruins. Now, what's the name of this show? Newsies 2? No. (laughs) I don't know. That's the only one I thought of so far. Um. Um... We'll, we'll just sit in silence for 10 minutes and edit it out as we both think intensely about just the name, yeah. because there's always a perfect name, I feel. Yeah. And if we don't nail it, I will throw myself out a window.
1: Titles can't be like too long, right?
0: Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's weird because it used to be all one word titles. I've done videos on this. Yeah. It used to be you just do one word and that's your title. It would be like news uh, or like some yeah, whatever, it's just one word. There's so many, but now it's getting more into. Nah, you want you kind of want three words. Three words is a good. Yeah, mix. well,
1: I mean because the the revolution will be televised is too long.
0: That's the name of the pilot.
1: Yes, yeah, that's a good episode title for sure. Okay uh god damn it
0: we can't call it network um we can't call it social we can't call it the social network unfortunately yeah damn um, it
1: that would have been so perfect
0: can't call it oasis because that's a show
1: oh yeah there is an oasis show or at least
0: there was a pilot, pilot for pilot one. for it yeah stream that's not bad stream of consciousness <laughs> no that's this show <laughs> yeah
1: info wars Is this
0: show called Infowars? I mean, it would be if that wasn't already a thing.
1: World War News?
0: World War Web? (laughs) I don't know.
1: World War Web?
0: That fucking sucks, though. (laughs) That does suck.
1: What's the name of his newspaper?
0: That's a good question. And do they change the name or do they just... I think they just keep it, but they make it like a blog, right? To even more desecrate the memory of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But they keep the name of the newspaper, but it's just the name of the blog now.
0: So there could be a Gazette or a Time or like a Planetary Body.
1: Modern Times.
0: Dude, that's the name of this show. I'm Googling it to make sure there's not. And that's the name
1: Dude. of the newspaper, which is yeah. also the name uh, now of the new blog.
0: That's so perfect. I'm glad we sat in silence and edited all of that out, uh, or half of it at least. Modern Times. That's the name. I love it. Um I mean, we have it basically. We have we have enough to pitch it at this point. But what else do we want to put in place uh, as far as the structure of it?
1: Well, um, we need to, what's what do we know about Lucy? We need to know a little bit more about her. I mean, we know she's a Twitch streamer, but what's right. her background? What's her family life? Uh, is she college grad or is it like she's kind of an internet like wonder kid that just built her own? Reputation and is now like hired by this blog.
0: I mean, she either dropped out of college to be a streamer or she dropped out of high school to be a streamer to make even more of a statement about modern society. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think, I think I kind of like that. Well, she, it's one of those like, because you can have that back and forth where Dawn's like, Where'd you even get your degree? Uh, and yeah. she'll be like, What? You mean like Twitch TV? She's like, What? She's like, Yeah, I didn't even graduate college, but then she can, but and he'd be like, I uh, didn't even graduate high school. She didn't graduate high school, but then, of course, find out she had like a perfect score on like, whatever the placement tests or the SATs or what have you. Cause she's definitely a prodigy.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. She is a strong, independent woman.
1: But then, of course, we have to see the flip side of like when she was in high school, her father died and she just turned inward and just went into her room all the time and started yeah. playing video games. And mm-hmm. that was her therapy was, she's, you know, she could have that monologue where she's like, I could be in my room talking to my camera. And it was like I was talking to myself, but I was talking to millions of people, millions yeah. of people like me,
0: something like that. Yeah, I like that. I mean, it's obviously sets up that she needs... Some sort of father figure in her life who would be Don, obviously, and you know his daughter uh, died in a car crash, so it all fits perfectly. Yeah. Uh, now, is well, there no, an ex-wife? His daughter you know,
1: fell go. into a printing press. <laughs>
0: <laughs> at the modern times, and so, sometimes he goes down to the press and sort of curses it, but he loves the he press. Talks the to it, time. Time. like yeah, he'll
1: he he gets all drunk. And he starts yelling, like, smashes his bottle on the press, but then he starts talking to it sometimes, like it's his daughter.
0: Yeah, that's how we get the voiceover that's at the start and end of each episode. He's just talking to the printing press. But then it turns out, uh, Lucy's been filming him doing that, and that's been, like, the most popular stream of, the, of their whole show, when he actually talks honestly about what he thinks and believes, because in his broadcasting, you just give the facts. But she's, by filming him, when he's at his low point, and... She Sharing that online, he's actually reached... Now he's got a million subscribers because he was actually being honest about his feelings and his frustration.
1: Well, that's great too, because he can be rightfully mad about that because it's an invasion of privacy, but he can also learn from it and become a better person. Now, I'm also pitching this. I don't know. This might be too much for a full framing device in every episode, but maybe in some episodes, we actually have moments where we see like the heyday of the modern times, like we'll have intercut stories with, you know, the 40s when people were, you know, printing the newspaper and getting news out there. This might be too out there. I don't think it'd be every episode, but maybe sometimes we can tie that in with whatever the modern, you know, story is that they're tackling.
0: Well, we're doing that, and the viewer doesn't know that we're actually doing that to tell you about these old-school reporter guys ah, who yes. we thought were unimportant at the start, but, of course, they come back at the end, and they're doing their whole thing. Now, we did sort of sell it as he will have to choose whether he helps them get away with it, or he helps them do the crime, or he turns in his friends, and maybe they you know, get shanked in prison through some conspiracy. So, like, what's his actual choice at the end? Well, we know he wants his Pulitzer, but... How how far is he willing to go? I think
1: I think it's kind of all of the above. That's what the great thing about it is because this is going to play out over time. And in the mm-hmm. beginning, he's all for it and he's going to help them a lot. But as we were talking about, maybe things start getting a little too extreme and we start getting collateral damage. Because then you could start having moments where he talks to him. He's like, "This isn't what we started. This isn't what we wanted to do when we started. Like we don't want to hurt people. We're just trying to get the information out there." And then. Things can build, and of course, he has to like turn on one of his good friends, and then he could write the story on it and get a lot of praise, and then we can even extend that into the second season where that friend is like a Hannibal Lecter type that he has to go in to see in prison and get some uh, information from, and it can all culminate in a shanking. Eventually.
0: Yes. Well, one of his friends, I think at least there is a sort of hostage situation at the Oasis headquarters because that's sort of been the conflict going on. So Don smuggles himself in, and this is where we get, you know, I think Die Hard is, like, the the climactic episodes when he is in this building physically because we did need a building, and I believe it's the Oasis headquarters, if not the Facebook headquarters. Maybe they're in the same building. I don't know. But either way, he has to be in there and kind of talk to, like, Lucy is his, like... Gal on the outside who's sitting in the chair with the keyboard and, like, hacking in and and opening doors and whatnot for him, but he's too old for this shit, and he's trying to sort of deal with it because... Uh, he, he tried, he turned in his friends, but one of them has made a deal with some Russians, but are they Russians to go and take on this whole building? So he has, he, he goes in to try to talk sense to him, but it all gets completely out of hand. Maybe these Russians or are they Russians? Uh, you know, they start killing people. Maybe they even like, they take control of it. So his friend, he can't talk sense anymore. Now he has to do like, use real information warfare within the building, How do you kill people with information in a building, Jim? Uh, Because we need him to win with his ways.
1: Well, the good thing about that is he can...
0: He throw them into a printing press?
1: (laughs) I mean, there definitely is an opportunity for a couple real killings with guns. But you're right. He's using his own ways uh, of information. And basically what what him and Lucy will do is they will tap in to the network of the Facebook and the Oasis. And in the same way that those companies are using p- clients' private information, he gets like the owners or the programmers' client information from the same platform and uses it against them, whether it be like... Um, you know, kitty porn charges or uh, you know, revenge porn. Uh the opportunity, the options are limitless.
0: It is very much full of intrigue and it's kind of hard for us to keep track, I think, of who is on whose side, which is good. That's very but good. But just to make it make it clear, I think the old the old guard of reporters, they want to blow up the Oasis because they figured, you know, all uh, social media and the Oasis. And um Uh, That they then make a deal with the Russians, but the Russians are actually working for the warmongering candidate who has been using the OASIS to manipulate the election. So he wants to blow up the building now to er eradicate all the evidence. So he has to tell his old friends, no, you're actually doing their bidding, which is the same thing that he himself is doing with Alex Scones.
1: Yes, and then it's perfect because... We get to show in the end, even if Don saves the day, that his friends were kind of right in a greater good sense. Yeah. Um, but he's doing the right thing, and then that way this oasis can be our uh Wolfram and Hart type deal, if you watch Angel. Um, where they like he has to save them to do the right thing, but then they remain as like a protagonist and like we had said, you know, through through these events, uh, Alex Scones kind of becomes uh, de facto chief of, you know, Facebook and the Oasis when all is said and done, but he's also still in the pocket of the candidate who did win, so he also has the year of the president and is this guy a good guy?
0: And it's going to be so great because he's going to get like in the final episode, it's going to be the Pulitzer- Awards, and he's gonna get it. But then he's gonna find out about the shares that you know Alex Scones actually owns a minority share that has suddenly become a majority share because of these uh, you know these incidents and people selling and for like everyone's selling Oasis stock, so he bought it all and now he owns everything. And he's there in the first row and he's clapping for Don and he's smiling all wide and it sets us up perfectly for season two.
1: Yes, and then he sees her. He sees him kiss Lucy. <laughs> And yeah, everything. It's uh, there's nothing better than, especially. I mean, I guess sometimes uh, they'll save this for a season two finale. But there's nothing better than the bittersweet finale, the victory that is not quite a victory, or the battle. It's just a battle won, but the war continues on. That's TV in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. And much like TV in a nutshell, I believe we have now won this battle, Jim. Yes, we have yeah. this show in the bag. We're basically millionaires at this point. Uh and uh, you know, on to the next one, right? I mean, well, that's about it. Do what you else wanna, do you want to say?
1: Should we real quick try some sort of fantasy casting here? Yeah. Um, let's think. Let's think. I mean, this might be harder than I just thought, but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Alex Scones. Who can encompass this character? You know, I'm, this might be too, uh, well, maybe not obvious, but maybe this is too on the nose, maybe too hip. But to add an extra layer of the audience fighting with they sh- whether they should root for or against this character, I'm thinking Donald Glover.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I was gonna say I fucking can't remember his name, but as this comedian guy who was on a lot of Jake and Amir? He's really annoying, but in a good way. Ben Schwartz.
1: Ooh, that's like that's actually that is a great pick. Yeah, he was on Parks and Rec as well, right? Because he's know, a I'm good like <laughs> smarmy. Uh, <laughs> he could be a good s- smarmy douche, so I think that's a good pick as well. So well, now
0: uh, if. If you think Donald's not like, if he he might be too big for it, but he could be like the Oasis programmer reprising his role, his much beloved role from uh, the, the Martian. Martian. Yeah, the Martian. <laughs> yeah. No, he's awful, that. <laughs> yeah, he's the worst role I've ever seen him do. Uh, he's a great actor, but uh, it's a terrible role, he could do that one in this. Uh, and okay. I mean, is go ahead, John Hamm? It's John Ham, right? Or John Ham's Is that too much?
1: That it's a great pick. I'm trying to think if there's another. Um, I mean, friggin' uh, Walter White. Uh, <laughs> what's his? Face? I mean, John
0: Hamm is too young. Maybe he play John Hamm plays him in the flashbacks for no r- discernible reason.
1: <laughs> I mean, Brian Cranston with his return to television. How do you pass this up, uh, Brian? I know Breaking Bad. Come on, let's top it.
0: <laughs> let's- I-, I mean, if we're doing fantasy casting, I, I almost feel. We didn't write a good enough show to put Brian
1: Cranston in. <laughs> no, but but, th- but that's the thing. We haven't sat down and wrote it yet. This is just the Bible. This is the, just the show Bible.
0: I mean, I want it, I want it but it's just we're going to say that in every episode, Jim. We're going to try yeah. to put Brian Cranston in every show. If we keep he is
1: in the Breaking Bad universe, uh, Bob Odenkirk.
0: <laughs> I guess he is getting a bit older. I just remember him as the age he is in Better Call Saul when they make him look younger. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk would be pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, for Lucy, we catch, cast an actual Twitch streamer or a YouTuber um, because, of course, we do, right? Mm, maybe. Or do you have anyone else?
1: I'm trying to think. Who could be... Alexis Bledel's too old now.
0: Well, I'd say Anna Akana, however you pronounce it. She's a YouTuber and also an actress. Um, she's a bit old, I guess, at 28. I'm 28, <laughs> but, you know, for this role. We want yeah. him to be the young up and comer. That's, I mean,
1: twenty eight's just kind of. It's not too old. It's just towards the
0: uh, cutoff, basically. I think Woody
1: Harrelson would make a great Don McDonald.
0: Well, yeah, that is that is a good one. He would be great.
1: Alec Baldwin?
0: Nah. <laughs> yeah, no, not Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I'll I'll go with Woody Harrelson as far as uh, yeah, as, far as Don.
1: I'll go Woody Har- Har- Ugh, Harrelson. Uh, let me see what we got for Lucy here. You could get What's-Her-Face uh, that played um, Hit Girl.
0: Right. Does she still act? I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, she's- she,
1: she was in uh, Louis C.K.'s new movie that n- never got released.
0: Oh. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, no, yeah, I think that's a good choice. She's appropriately young at 21 28- now.
1: I think if we go, if we go Woody Harrelson... And Chloe Grace Moretz, then we have to go Donna Glover for Alex Scones because we're getting a little too white here. Yeah. Unless who's Bishop, uh, what was his name? Uh, Bishop
0: Frank Flute. Frank Flute.
1: <laughs> I think uh, Lawrence Fishburne is Bishop Flute for sure.
0: I mean, I really think that Donald Glover will take this role because this will him will win him like best supporting actor because he, as we talked about, Woody Harrelson, uh, or rather Don McDonald. Of course, he's a great character, but he's kind of not like Donald Glover is going to bring so much to this show. And I also feel like we're going to cast Donald Glover in every other uh, episode of Blank Meets Blank, but there you go. (laughs) I think that's a good cast.
1: We got Lawrence Fishburne on Bishop Flute, Donald Glover on Alex Scones, Woody Harrelson for Don McDonald, and Chloe Grace Moretz for the Lucy character. Uh, Uh, And that, my friends, is Modern Times coming to ABC (laughs)
0: I I might need to say sorry, Chloe. Uh, You're not quite Asian enough. We may need an Asian girl uh, for Lucy, though. That's very Um, true. To round things out.
1: Anna Akana, it is...
0: There we, there we go that is it for Bike Meets Bike we did just invent television as you see it's not that hard ideas are indeed cheap and writing is easy pull it out of a hat we got a whole bible on here we're gonna sit down type it out I'll let you all know next episode how it went hopefully we'll never have to ride another uh, see, you know, show again because this one will run for 8 seasons but I guess we'll find out next episode when we let you know how it went uh, with this one in pitching season
1: and if you have any suggestions for either the Hollywood hat or the uh, weirdo knitted jester hat, send them on over to shows what you know show at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.
0: Hey. Thanks for listening past the outro. Just wanted to mention, since it's a new podcast and all, we'd really appreciate some reviews on iTunes. Makes me feel better. Makes Jim feel better. What more can you really ask for? Check out showswithyouknow.com for all of our other podcasts. And there is also jimandthem.com for gym related projects. Awesomepedia.org for me-related projects. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, keep writing. Because you know what? It's easy.